Having built a reputation as the executive chef for the largest luxury hotel in Texas, Andre Natera is a renowned expert in both the food and hospitality industry. Every week, Andre is going to invite the restaurant industry's biggest innovators, entrepreneurs, and experts at running the pass into his kitchen. Heat up the oil, set out the sauces, it's time to run the pass. My guest today is Alan Campbell. Alan Campbell is the personal chef for Super Bowl champion Tom Brady and Giselle, the power couple based out of Boston. He also has his AC Kitchen, which really focuses on plant-forward meals and delivery service. We'll get into all of that into the show. So without further ado, welcome Alan Campbell. Alan, it's good to see you. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good, Jeff. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Where are you at? Are you in Boston right now? Yeah, I'm in Boston. Yeah, that's where I'm based. So for people that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, I gave you a little intro, but give people the bigger intro. How'd you get started in, in what you're doing now? Yeah, for sure. So I've been a chef my whole life. You know, at like 13, 14, I was already working in the business. I uh, went to a trade school for high school, went on to college, worked all around Boston and all the high-end restaurants that I could find. I went to Miami in 2009, stayed there mm-hmm. for about five years, uh, worked in hotels and restaurants, came back. Uh, funny enough, as a private chef back to Boston, where I then worked with Tom Brady and Giselle. And that's kind of where I started to make a name for myself, wrote a couple of books, and I'm currently uh, owner and operator of AC Kitchen, which is a organic meal service that goes from Boston to New York, really focusing on customized diets, people that have specific dietary needs, uh, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So that's sort of where I'm at at this point. Some other plans are in the works, but for now, that's, that's what's going on with AC Kitchen. So you talked about working for Tom Brady and Giselle. Obviously, not everyone just says they're working for Tom Brady and Giselle. That's kind of a big deal. Uh, how, did you, how did you land that gig? Yeah, so I was in Miami after being in the business for so long, around 2010. I sort of had you know, an epiphany. I first got sober. I then looked at my quality of life and my lifestyle, and I started to really shift into a more like health-focused, plant-based, plant-forward sort of lifestyle in my own eating habits. And then I started to, you know, project that into my food. And at the time working in a hotel wasn't really room to do that. So long story short, got laid off from the hotel, started to build this philosophy that I had believed so much in at that time and left that door open. Didn't know where I was going to do this kind of food. Didn't know that there were restaurants or even people that wanted that kind of food at the time. I had no idea that the private chef world even existed. Like us restaurant chefs, we don't really go down that path. I didn't know that I would ever do that. So ended up meeting his previous chef, just got introduced by a mutual friend, and he asked me to fill in for him very abruptly, had no idea who, that I was from Boston, didn't know that there was already a connection with, with Tom and I, ended up giving his notice, and I just very quickly, out of the blue, jumped right into the role with him and moved back to Boston. And you know, for people that don't understand what it's like to be a private chef, and, and, and then I imagine there's private chefs and then there's private chefs on a larger scale, like for, you know, Tom Brady and Giselle. Um, are you cooking for just them? Are you cooking for friends and family or dinner parties? What does that look like? Yeah, so they were probably like the best clients. I now know a lot of private chefs and what like it can be a lot. Dinner parties all the time, people at the house. With them, it was mostly just them. On occasion, mm-hmm. there would be people here and there, but it was really very consistent meals at the same time every day. Obviously, the food philosophy that I wanted to cook is exactly what they wanted to eat. So just on the same page, it was just a great fit. 
it allowed me to do other stuff on the side. I was consulting on the side. I was building my own business on the side. So it wasn't this like crazy demanding job that I, some private chefs, they don't have a life. They have to travel everywhere. You know, they, they can't do anything else, but work for those clients. And that wasn't my story at all. So as, as you're developing this, this plant forward uh, based diet, it sounds like they were super into it. Uh, how much input did they have on the things that you're cooking? Do they kind of give you uh, broad parameters that say this is kind of what we're looking for, get creative, or are they very specific in what they're looking for? Yeah. So we had a conversation, obviously it, it was really, like I said, a great fit from the beginning because what I was cooking and the foods that I was staying away from is exactly what they wanted. And I explained that a lot better in the book that I wrote with him. So TB12 first was established, which is now a nationwide brand, worldwide brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote the TB12 nutrition manual. So in that manual, I divided up by season. So every season, spring, summer, fall, winter had its own philosophy that we looked at Chinese medicine, we looked from Ayurveda, and we pulled sort of what fit modern day times. Mm-hmm. And I developed recipes based on that. So in, in a nutshell, it goes from really hearty, warming foods in the winter, a lot of root vegetables, what's seasonal, red meat, stews, and then in the summer, it gets more, again, seasonal. Whatever seasonal is what's incorporated, it's a lot lighter, it's a lot more plant forward. And that's essentially what I did. I tried to portray what is an ancient philosophy in a way that's very modern and approachable, but that's where it came from. It came from looking at Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. Did you, did, do you have a big background in Chinese medicine and Ayurveda, I, or is this just kind of studying No, I mean, I, I looked at it way back, even in Miami when I started to get healthy, I got into yoga. Uh-huh. I gravitated with people that were, you know, focused in the wellness industry, but I don't have any degrees or anything in that. I just kind of looked at it, you know, the way the chefs look at any cuisine or philosophy is the way that I looked at food as medicine. Instead of just Mm -hmm. looking at what was culturally eaten in those different countries or those cuisines, I was like, well, let's dig a little bit deeper. And that's when I got into the medicinal side of food as opposed to just their traditional dishes that you'd find in that culture. So a lot of people don't know what Ayurveda is. So if you had to give like a, a really rudimentary explanation of, of what yeah. are some of the principles of, of eating uh, food with Ayurvedic principles, what, how would you describe that? So Ayurveda means in English, Sanskrit, it translates to science of life, mm-hmm. right? And I just, and, and now you see it so much more and mostly in the beauty world, though, pull from Ayurveda, they've got brands, Aveda, and these different brands, mostly around beauty and wellness targeted Mm -hmm. towards women. And then yoga is obviously adopting a lot of those principles as well. It's a lot about energy and chi and doshas. And I, because of where I'm from and sort of my approach of looking at it, I don't take it all so seriously. You know, there's, there's one way to sort of box yourself in and get, I believe, go down that rabbit hole of you know, I can't eat this way because it's this time of year or whatever. I, I try to take it to a place that it's more approachable, mm-hmm. which I think that I've done, done pretty well so that the average person, my own family being an example, would be able to read that, look at that recipe. And yeah, that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but to answer your question, so Ayurvedic principles, if you look at Ayurveda and Chinese medicine, they're going to say very similar things as far as eating seasonally. The difference with Chinese medicine is that they'll focus on specific organs in different seasons, right? So looking at like the fall and the winter, they'll talk about the kidneys and how we need to eat foods that will cleanse the kidneys because that's what needs to be nourished in those cold months, assuming that you live in a four season climate. Mm-hmm. And then in the, in the summer, they talk about eating foods that will help the body acclimate to that hot weather and that environment. And that's what I'm like, you know what? That makes a lot of sense to me. 
mm-hmm. digestion, homeostasis. Like, can we eat foods that will actually help us not only adapt to our climate, but also adapt to stress and remind the body that we're living in modern day society. We're not living in, in the wild, like the body sometimes think we are. So anyway, that's kind of like, I can go on and on about that, but that's in a nutshell, what I pick up from Ayurveda and Chinese medicine is the way they look at food to help the body not only work in harmony, but also adapt to the climate and the seasons that we're, that we're living in at the time. So the, the TB12, just kind of a rough overview for people that are not familiar with it. See, oh, with Tom's brand? Mm-hmm. So that's his full-on lifestyle brand. So he's got TB12 sports therapy centers where they do body work. They have workout classes. They have supplements. They have resistance bands. He's big on resistance bands. So that's really his. But also it goes all the way to sleep and stress. And it's a multifaceted sports on this brand so I, I would ask you know obviously tom brady's the he's the goat uh, yeah. you know he's he's winning all the super bowls did you notice a difference in his performance as he started eating this way or, or i mean he's always been great uh but i mean he looks younger than us <laughs> right uh, and giselle always looks great so yeah. did you notice specific changes in, in their lifestyle or their mood or, you know, their, their, their skin complexion or anything like that once they started eating uh, based on the way that you were cooking? I mean, they were already eating pretty clean. Before. I can't, it's not like I came along and pulled them off of McDonald's, you know, like yeah, yeah, they fair were enough. already on, on the path. I think as far as TB12 goes, I just brought this philosophy to life and I, I put it on the table and said, this is what it is. But I have to say, he didn't win a Super Bowl for 10 years until I came along. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying, it's proof in the pudding. (laughs) We're not saying it was the Chinese medicine Ayurvedic diet, but we're also not saying it wasn't. (laughs) So what what are you working on now? So AC Kitchen has been a project that I've been, it's been in the making for a while. So like I said, it's the meal service component of the brand has already been going for about 16 months. So we serve clients from Boston to New York. Some of these clients have medical conditions, very complex ones that will mm-hmm. take dietary protocols from their medical practitioners and will give them the, the exact food that they need to follow that protocol. So I think logistically, it's a bit more complex than just putting uh-huh. out a menu every week. So that's, I think, what sets us apart from just any other meal delivery service. You know, you can be organic, you can be local, but we can follow dietary protocols to a T. And, uh, and a lot of a lot of the things that you're doing are based specifically uh, around inflammation and reducing inflammation, like in, in terms of food pairings and foods that you should and shouldn't eat. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the same way that I did with Tom, like I, I do follow lightly with like food combining, mm-hmm. so like not mixing different proteins together, not putting like sugary sweet fruits with starch and carbs and protein. I'm sure if people are aware of the whole food combining rules, but looking at like gut health and digestion, like there's more going on behind the scenes than what's actually written on the menu. Mm-hmm. I want you to read the menu and just, oh, that looks familiar. That looks delicious. I know what that is. I know what that is. You know, like that's my goal is for you to read the menu and, and identify. And on the mm-hmm. back end, I'm over here following, like I said, food combining. I'm trying to be you know, bring seasonal eating to a whole new level and putting that into an actual business instead of just something that you might get in an alternative medicine, you know, setting. 
trying to bring that to sort of like the masses in a way that's more approachable and familiar. I think right now people are more open to it now than ever before, right? I mean, everywhere. Uh, I live in Austin, so obviously it's a very it's a very healthy city. Yeah, um, I heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's a lot of uh, uh, you know plant forward restaurants. The yoga community here is very big. You know, the outdoor outdoor lifestyle is also very big in Austin. Where I, I feel like maybe a couple years ago I, I don't think people were so open to uh i don't, I don't even think i heard the word in uh, anti-inflammatory or or inflammation uh, yeah. you know 10 years ago now now oh. you hear it often right yeah yeah definitely mm-hmm. what are some of the biggest foods that uh that cause inflammation that you that you try and keep out of the recipes yeah so the three things that i get rid of i stay far away from are white sugar mm-hmm. like the number one worst thing for inflammation and then i also got rid of all gluten and all dairy so all three of those things I'll never use in any of my recipes or meal delivery service. Now that we're, we're dealing with a post-COVID world, how will AC Kitchen, I, I guess it was a perfect time for, for you to launch this business as everyone was learning how to order food on their phones and, and have Amazon deliver everything. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that the business is well suited for this type of post-COVID world where everyone knows how to order everything on their phones through apps. Yeah, so the business is, is still not public. Uh, I, I've kept it private the whole time which is obviously super challenging for any business, but I chose to do that to really keep control. I didn't want to scale too quick. Mm -hmm. You know, I kind of felt like I wanted to get it nice and smooth and refine all the recipes and uh, pay close attention to what the clientele wanted and that kind of thing. So just last week, the website is now at least visible. So it's a little bit different than an average delivery business. And I saw the market well before COVID. The delivery business was already booming with ghost kitchens everywhere and so I really don't think that COVID is gonna, you know, COVID goes away. People are still gonna, definitely gonna order. And I'm like, my food is more of like the nine to five food, I call it, because it's food that yep. they'll eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Monday through Friday. It's not gonna be like the weekend food. So it's a little bit different than uh, delivery business. It's wild because I think, uh, at least in my particular case, I feel like a lot of people have become healthier now during COVID, you know, exercising more, eating better. Like COVID was a reality check for people and and their lifestyles and and their way of eating. So uh, I I think it's awesome what you're doing, being able to bring people more awareness and provide a service for them that kind of, kind of removes some of the, 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 the guesswork out of it. And it's uh, a, a little bit easier. Yeah, exactly. I do too. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of that. Some people have gone the other way. They've, they've gained weight yeah. um, they've poorly or they've gone the other way in their Netflix. Netflix is the killer. <laughs> Seriously. The, the Tiger King did a lot of people in. <laughs> yeah, it definitely did. The timing was great too, right around COVID. Yeah. Break. Um, but yeah, a lot of people have definitely, they're more aware of their immune system, I think now more than ever uh-huh. um, to think that those with, you know, a weak immune system would be more likely to be affected by, by COVID. I think that was a big light that went off for a lot of people. I'd like to think so anyway, just those statistics flying around every day in, in, the, in, the, in the news. So hopefully um, people hold on to that and be more conscious of what they eat. Now, I have to imagine with, with, uh, with the businesses that you have with working uh, with Tom Brady and Giselle, this probably leads to a lot of consulting opportunities for you. Yeah. What specifically do a lot of people reach out for? Like, what, what's, the main, what's the main question you get asked? Like, help me fix this? Or do people already know exactly what they want when they come to you? I think a lot of people, sometimes their ass is on fire. Yeah. And they just got a diagnosis. They just walked out of the hospital and now they have 
a health condition that the doctor yeah. said you need to eat this way or you're going to get worse. So I get those very last minute phone calls sometimes. And then other times, one of my newest clients is um, stage four cancer and she's only like 32, but going through chemo for a little bit and wants to mm-hmm. look at diet as another you know, way to, to help this condition. And then I also get people that are just like, hey, I just had a baby. Actually, this woman in Texas last week, I just had a baby. I gained like 20 pounds. I want I wanna lose some of it. You gotta keep people in shape. I, I didn't have a baby, but I did gain 20 pounds. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's honestly, it's what I enjoy the most. I had a player reach out this, the player that I, this player that I work with just wanted to lose 10 pounds mid season. I send over a meal plan. He lost the 10 pounds quicker than he could, you know? So it's, it's really, you can do a lot with food. You can do a lot with, with food. If you just eat the right foods at the right times and just be consistent really. So I I always say that people should look to the nutrition world if they want to know what the next big food trends are, right? Because the nutrition world is, you know, that's that's where it's going to start and then it's going to creep into all the restaurants. Like, you know, when people needed to get more healthy fats and now you see avocado toast on everyone's menu, right? Uh, What sort of things do you see in your world that you think are going to creep into into mainstream restaurants here pretty soon? Like fine dining, you think? yeah, fine dining or, or, or even, uh, even, even the, the, every coffee shop or every Starbucks is going to start carrying this pretty soon. Interesting. So I think one of the biggest trends right now is intermittent fasting. Yep. I don't think that really, that's probably the biggest trend last year was intermittent fasting. It's just basically eating in a window of um, time in the day. Mm-hmm. And then keto is probably the second one. So keto is just a lot of fat, a good amount of protein and very little carbs. So I think you know, you're going to have most, maybe some dishes on the menu that fit that criteria because there's such a wave of people that want to eat that way. And honestly, to be honest, if you're a steakhouse or if you're really any full service restaurant, you probably already have some dishes that are very close to keto mm-hmm. or somebody that comes in and wants it. They can just order off the menu. But I think, yeah, the keto thing, the high fat, moderate protein, very low carb sort of ratio is going to be probably one of the bigger trends. Yeah. I think uh, a couple of years ago, so the you know, I know Dave Asprey is really big on the uh, intermittent fasting. I, I think he just wrote a book on it. He's always promoting that. But he was also, I think, the first person that I saw with, uh, well, I think it's his brand, the Bulletproof Coffee. Yeah, that's him. People that are listening that maybe don't know what that is, it's uh, MCT oil and maybe uh, grass-fed butter blended yep. uh, blended into coffee and then, and then you drink it. Um, it's good for the keto diet. But I didn't see that. You know, I saw it when I, when I moved to Austin in about 2014. Uh, it was about the first time that I saw it. And then now you see it's pretty regular here in coffee shops. And it's one of those things that you just see, you know, something that starts in the, uh, in the health world and then it creeps into the mainstream. Um, and then people abuse it, right? Because they get the bulletproof coffee with their croissant, which, yeah. which, which doesn't help the situation at no, all. But <laughs> then they wonder, that, oh, the bulletproof coffee doesn't work. The <laughs> keto's not working yep. with my croissants. Um, <laughs> Well, Chef, thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate yeah. your time. It was, it was great to hear a little bit more about your story. Uh, where can people find you and learn more about what you're doing? Yeah, so my website is alancampbell.com. My Instagram handle is Chef Alan Campbell. And yeah, that's where I'm posting recipes, videos. You can uh, get online meal plans and consulting services and that kind of thing. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Great to see you. And uh, yeah. we'll talk soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. 